Good morning, everyone. Shavua Tov. There is a documentary that is going to be shown on PBS today, which was made by Ken Burns called The United States and the Holocaust. And it's a three-part series, which is going to question the United States in action during the Holocaust and how that led to the murder of six million Jews and the policies of the United States government, the media, and the general public, and the inactions in intervening when they had the chance to save millions of Jews. We know right here in Florida, the St. Louis ship was turned back where refugees were sent back, many of them to their death. Yesterday's Torah portion discussed some of the terrible things that will befall the Jewish people during the exiles. And one of the terrible things the Torah says is, that the Jewish people will be like a blind person groping during broad daylight, as a blind person in darkness. And the rabbis ask, if you're blind, you're in darkness. Why does the verse have to say like a blind person groping in the darkness? And Rabbi Yossi says, I never understood this verse till one day I was walking in the forest at night and I saw a blind man walking with a lantern. And I said to him, tell me, if you're blind, why are you carrying a lantern with you? And he said, I'm carrying a lantern so others may see me and provide me assistance. And therefore, our rabbis tell us that there's darkness. But at least if others see you in your darkness, they can come and help you. But when you're like a blind person in darkness, not only are you living in darkness because you're blind, but because you're in darkness, no one can see your blindness and no one can even come to assist you. The tragedy of the Holocaust was not only the terrible darkness that the Jewish people were plunged into, but the fact that they were in a state of darkness and in darkness that no one came to their aid, they were left alone to meet their bitter and terrible fate during the Holocaust. And the lesson from this is that we have to be aware and sensitive to the needs of those around us. There are so many people living in the shadows, living in darkness, but if we can only see them and come and help them, then they're ultimately not in darkness and ultimately they benefit from the light as well because it's through the light, the moral light, the moral courage and light that we're able to assist them and therefore they are included in the light. And that's why the Talmud says that even a blind person makes the blessing thanking God for sight, even though they don't personally have sight. Because others have sight, they can come and assist them. We're coming to Rosh Hashanah, and of course we blow the shofar, and there are basically three sounds. There's the tekiah, which is the long blast. Then there's the shvarim, which is the sound of a groaning. And then there's the trua, which is the sobbing. Doo, 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 doo. And one of the reasons we blow these different sounds is because everyone's life can fall into one of three categories. Either you're experiencing the tekiah, the straight, beautiful blast. Life is smooth, life is good. Sometimes you're in a state of groaning, like the shivarim, which means broken. But then sometimes you're in a state of weeping, like the trua. Doo, 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 doo. And if you're fortunate enough that your life is a tekiah, that life is good and happy and smooth, remember there are people around you, you may not hear them, but they're groaning or even weeping inside. And the chauffeur sounds remind us to be attuned and to be aware of those people around us who need our help and not to be indifferent and oblivious to their plight. And when we turn to each other and care about each other and find those people living in darkness or in the shadows and bring them out into light, then God will do the same for each and every one of us.
member of our congregation who I met in Israel on Shabbat, we went, we went to their apartment to spend the afternoon, told us what had just happened. She had gone down to the pool of her building that she was renting in her vacation in Jerusalem, and she went to get a bottle of water when she noticed a young, handsome Israeli man with big muscles sitting in a wheelchair by the side of the pool. And so she said, let me get a bottle of water for him. He maybe needs help. And she bought him a bottle of water. And then she started to talk to him and said, do you live here? And he said, no, I came here to spend Shabbat alone. I needed to spend some time away from my family. And she said, is everything okay? And he said, well, I'm a soldier in the IDF. Just six weeks ago, I was shot at by terrorists, and he showed her his wounds on his waist, where the bullets went in. And he said, I was struck in my spinal cord, and I'm paralyzed from the waist down, and I'm getting used to this, living in this chair for the past six weeks. But at home, everyone around me is crying, everyone is sad. And I needed to get away from all that sadness, because I'm trying to focus on the fact that I'm happy, that I'm alive, that I'm grateful. I want to live a good life, a positive life. I don't want to dwell on the sadness. And this woman realized that the courage of this young soldier was that he wanted not pity, but he wanted joy.